Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. Glad to be here. Guys, every time you join us, uh, you join us in our GoCo, our Geeking Out Command Outpost, in a different corner of the, the entertainment multiverse. Oh. Little like we did there. Little spin on it Is that this a time. Season three. That was a little season season three special. Longtime listeners, start a list now of uh, changes we make for mm. season three. Yeah, and then tell us what they were. Yeah, because we probably won't yep. be able to tell you. Uh, yeah. So every time you join us, you join us in a different corner of the old geeking out multiverse and shades. This is a bit of a mess. Bit of a oh, heap. This is I. Bit of a burned not, out shell. Not the accommodations that I am accustomed to yeah. sketch. Yeah, we've been in some schwankier places than this. This is a New quite York literally a shithole. Yeah. Yeah. So where 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 are we? Uh, sketch more uh, Goko hastily, hastily set up. It's been a while inside. since we've been hastily it set up. Is, yes. Hastily set up. Watch out for falling debris. Yeah. Uh hastily set up in the uh remnants yeah. of the the schism warehouse. Yeah. Tower slash like thing. recording studio. Well, they don't do the recording broadcast studio. Broadcast studio. studio. Yeah. Schism. Do you even know what we're talking about? Do you know about any idea if we're Probably talking about? Probably not. <laughs> I would say, based on the status of this location, I would say the shit went down. The sh yeah. We were ready. We were ready. Not um, everyone else Not was. everyone was. Not no. fuckface there. Fuckface was Oh, this not... episode is going to have some strong language. Fuckface was not prepared. Mainly because. For the shit that went down. Of the property uh, that we're doing. And so if we're talking about fuckface <laughs> and the shit that went down, we, we must, must be, be talking, talking about, about. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Sketch, do we have a theme song? I believe we do. When, when the shit goes down. You gotta be ready. Perfect. 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 Um, I feel like I was listening to Cypress Hill. Yeah. Mr. Hill, I call him. Yes. Because of the respect level. Oh, boy. Uh, Senor Hill. Just, uh, just stop. Mon Monsignor Before we Hill. offend anybody else. I don't even know who... Cypress uh, Hill, a group? Oh. Yeah. Really? You may have known their other uh, their other hits oh, okay. that you might be familiar with that like crossed into pop culture genre, Insane in the Membrane. Oh, I know. Insane yeah. in the Membrane. Yeah, Insane in the Brain. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, deep dive for you. The Membrane they're talking about, the brain. I, did you... Thank... I, uh, yeah. I, I did not know that. There you go. So, guys... Uh, we are talking Guns Akimbo uh, for this episode. Uh, this, right off the bat, banana. top to bottom, this movie was Cocoa Bananas. Bananas. Do you remember where that came from? We tried to figure it out. I don't know if we set upon it. No. Tropic Thunder. Cocoa Tropic Bananas. Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Is that the one with Robert Downey Jr.? Yes, and in blackface. Black and yep. Ben Stiller? Yes. How about that? I don't even know. And uh, even Steve know Coogan. Steve Coogan. And he are you a fan of Alan Partridge? Who's Alan Partridge? It's a character that Steve Coogan does. I don't know. Is... I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some stuff. Okay. Okay. That might be an interesting deep dive for a future episode. Oh, are you guys still here? Oh, oh hi, hi, hi hey, long time listeners. Um, yeah. So we we watched the movie <laughs> Guns Akimbo on Amazon Prime. Yes. Um 
crazy. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. I've come across it. It was on Netflix for a hot minute. Ooh. I think. And I skip, or maybe it was Amazon Prime, but like I've been aware of this. I've seen it come up on a streaming yeah. something and been like, that looks interesting. Is that Daniel? Is that yeah, is that Harry Potter? It's Daniel. The, it's Harry Potter. The He's thumbnail, holding guns. Yeah, the thumbnail is is He's and you might have even seen the meme. Shit. It's 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 a it's a very um a very popular meme. It's a very um all memes are popular. Beaten, beaten, beaten down looking Harry Potter. Yes, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe, like in a bathrobe, holding two handguns. Yeah. Um. And it, and Amazon Prime was like, "Hey, you'd like this. You'd like this." And I was like, like, "Okay, I'll put uh, it on okay. the list." Sure. Yeah. But I had not. It was on my list probably for two years. Yeah. Didn't watch it. No, I never watched it. And then all of a sudden, when I was, I don't, I went into Amazon Prime for something else that we were going to do. I was like, oh, I should see if Amazon Prime has it. And then I went on in my Prime account and it was still like, hey, you should watch Guns of Kibo. And I was like, okay, fuck it, Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch Guns of Kibo one of these nights. And, uh, and I did. And then we and then we decided to do the movie. Yeah. So, and then uh, you were like, hey, I really wanted to watch this. I'm thinking about watching it. Yeah. Do you want to do it for the pod? And I was like, I was also thinking about watching this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of, kind of out of nowhere, kind of organically, that's our history that's with our his- Guns Akimbo. Usually we do history. This is the history I found for Guns Akimbo. Um, announced in 2017 with Daniel Radcliffe, shot on location in Auckland and Berlin. That is the history of this movie. That's the history. Um, it is directed by, um, Jason Lee Howden, who also wrote it. So it's a movie from New Zealand. Yes. We don't do a lot of movies from New Zealand on this podcast. Uh, so that's, this is probably only like the fourth. Probably. <laughs> uh, but, but, and, and it was like, and it, of course it, it hit at a, you know, pandemic times. Yes. So everything is wishy-washy upside down. What's going on. And, uh, and we're like, F it. Let's, let's do it. Let's fucking watch it. Let's do it. So we're going to spoil guns akimbo. Yeah. And, and that's really it. I think so. I really um, think that's it. I don't. I don't think there's a larger universe of anything. It's such to, this nice little yeah. nugget of a thing. I will say I really appreciated that it leaves the possibility that the the story and the universe could continue in yeah, something with, without directly setting up a sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah, it could absolutely continue, but it doesn't um, have. To. I did. I did go and find like an interview uh-huh. with. Daniel Radcliffe, just, Radcliffe. just like why why he just like why why did Harry Potter do this movie? Yeah. Um Harry Potter must not go to New Zealand. Um yeah. and was, he was just like that was a good Hermione impression. It was actually my Dobby impression. Ooh, oh, this Ouch. is awkward. This awkward. is awkward. Um Dobby. Anyway. Uh no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers for Dobby. We did not we didn't do a spoiler alert for Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter. Potter. Oh boy. Okay. Uh Daniel Radcliffe was like, I love 80s action movies. Yep. I don't get the opportunity to play a character like this very often. I haven't really done stunts since Harry Potter. I really enjoyed doing stunts. Um and he didn't he did not do a lot of gunfight stunts in Harry no, Potter. No, he had never very done very few. He's like, this is not a character that I think I would have gotten to play. I read the script 10 pages in, I was like, I want to do this movie. There you go. And so he did it. And uh, and so we usually like spend some time in, on hi- our history with a property, the history of the property. 
So, uh, Sketch, I'm just going to ask you, like, what is, what's your history with Daniel Radcliffe? Are you a, are you a, a what are the Potter? Potheads? I don't think that's what they call it's them. It's not just pothead? No. Is it Potterhead? It might be. I guess that answers you, the question. Are you Am a, I one? Are you a, uh, did, are you, do you want to go to Hog, Hogwarts? I, is that your thing? Um, no, it, it was never my thing, but um, I got on the Harry Potter train, no pun intended, late, right? So I think they came out, what, when we were in college? High school. We were in high school. The oh first gosh, one came we out in, in 2001, I okay, believe. Okay, so it came or out in 98, 98 or something like, 98 or 2001, somewhere in there. And I had had friends who read it. I was never like, I don't know. I never, I never did. But then, um, I don't know. After college, I had, I had some time, and uh, I picked up the first one, and then I, I blew through all of them. Um, it kind of the timing kind of worked out because I, without planning to, I blew through all of them just in time for like the last one to come out. So mm -hmm. I was like just in time for all the hype of, gotcha of, of Deathly Hallows. And then as far as the movies go. At least one of them was in theaters when I worked at the theater. Yeah. I, but I don't think I saw, I definitely didn't see any of them in the theaters. Maybe, oh, I take that back. I did see the last one in theaters because, like I said, I had right. caught up in time for the for the hype train. Right. Um, so, you know, like, like basically everyone, with the exception of his close family, uh, that was my first uh, interaction <laughs> with Daniel Radcliffe. Gotcha. Uh, was was young Harry Potter? Young Harry Potter, yeah. And uh, other than Harry Potter, I watched. Uh, I think I recommended it once the uh, the um, Miracle Workers uh, show where he yes, plays, you did he plays an angel. Um, that was very funny. They've done two more seasons. I just haven't gotten around to watching. Season either. two is Medieval Ages, and, and season three is the Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah, uh, very, I, I haven't. I haven't seen either of them. Very I, good. I got to I got to get back on that. I've always liked him i've always liked him in interviews and he just seems like a kind of a fun guy he's he's guest hosted or or guest uh appeared on on how Does this get made the podcast that we've yes we've yep. listened to before i like hearing him speak so i mean that's really my history with daniel radcliffe i'm not like a daniel radcliffe like fanboy i'm not gotcha. like following his career yep. with with bated breath um but when he pops up from time to time i'm i'm always pleasantly surprised right. and and appreciative that he's there so what a glowing endorsement from me, huh? Yeah, he's all right. I mean, no, I think he's more than all right, but I'm always happy to see him. Yeah. I'm, I'm never not Likewise. happy to see him. Likewise. But I'm not, I'm also not looking for him. I'm not out there like, what's the next Daniel Radcliffe project I can watch? Gotcha. But whenever I see one and he's in it, I'm like, oh yeah, I like Daniel Radcliffe. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, Sorcerers, the Philosopher's Stone, I should yeah. say, is what it was titled in the UK. They changed the title in the US to the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh -huh. um, came out in 1997. The movie came out in 2001. Okay, so that was the one I was there for. That, that was the one I was at the theater. That was the for first when I was movie. Working at the so um, I I remember shelving this book in my high school library. Mm -hmm. um, that that was like I didn't really have any interest or like knowledge of what they were. Yeah. Um. My, the, my first job out of college, my first teaching job, I think they were on book. There are seven books. There are eight movies. I think they were either on book five or book six. Okay. Or maybe it was maybe book seven. Well, because it, we got out of college at the same time. We got our yeah. first jobs at the same time. And and when when I got out of college and I read them, that's when seven came out. Like pretty okay, soon. Okay, so pretty soon seven after. was coming out when yeah. we first... Got out of school. Got out of school. Yeah. 
and I remember like they did like the summer reading list that's what they were doing and people were like waiting in line at bookstores to get it mm -hmm. and like they'd dress up in costumes yeah. and like do all the different houses and read with your house and it was a, an event and I was like are you gonna do it? I'm like nope not interested yeah um, the occult Don't no it just I didn't the, what I knew of the story I had I'm no joking. interest in because I actually do like like horror Lovecraft like I'm into those like kind of gory gritty yeah like Mr. I, like Poe, I love reading those dark mm -hmm. supernatural esque stories. And I also don't know why. But Harry, I, Harry yeah, Potter like never seemed to. It didn't grab me, and it wasn't until I was like, I should, I should pick one up and see. Um, the local comic book store that I lived near had the whole thing on Blu-ray. Mm. So the movies, the movies, yeah. So roughly 2008, mm -hmm. I would say. 10, 2010, I think, were the last two movies. Okay. So like 2009, 2010, the final movies must have been coming out. Okay. Deathly Hollows part one and two. two. Everything was doing two part oh, yeah. things. That was like Twilight, Final Book, part one, part two. Everything had like two parts to their final Hunger installment. Hunger Games did that. Hunger Games part one, part two. Um, So they had at That's Entertainment, Sorcerer's Stone through Deathly Hollows part one. Mm -hmm. For like 50 bucks mm -hmm. on Blu-ray. Yeah. Somebody had traded them in. I was like, all right, I'll buy. I'll bite. It was, it was less than, it was stupid. It was like, like 20 bucks for stupid for six movies yeah seven movies bought them that's walked. entertainment that is entertainment. Hey, thanks that's it you get it that's and they also uh they also put it gave uh comped me a copy of uh the holiday the holiday yeah just as like a so i got seven harry potter movies and the holiday that let's be honest no one at that's entertainment was gonna buy i don't know what the holiday is it's a rom-com with jack black and uh jude law and um wow kate winslet and oh, i am completely unaware of this. Uh, how was it uh, Catherine? no is this uh, the holiday episode i don't know it was i have never, still never watched it oh no oh, <laughs> but we it's should, upstairs we should watch it um it's upstairs in my movie collection, but I've still never watched it. Uh, so anyway, I saw, I watched them all. I'm like, I need to know how this ends. Yeah. Like, watched them all. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, that's a cliffhanger to that's leave a, off. Yeah. And so then one. I, during exams, yeah. I was giving exams, end of the year. I'm trying to beat the movie coming out. Yeah. Because I don't want it spoiled. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Like, I am thoroughly invested in this story. Yeah. I read Deathly Hollows in two days wow. during my exams. I was like, if you have, if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you, I'm going to fail you. Yeah. Do not interrupt me. Yeah. And they're like, people raise it. I'm like, this better be a good fucking question. Wow. Because like, spoil, no spoilers for the book. Like, No this, spoilers. This is where I am. I read in two, like the biggest book I had ever read, the fastest I have ever read a book in my life still. Yeah. No, not true. Not oh. true. I've read books faster now oh. but two days so like what a roller coaster we're going on here i just devoured this book i was like holy shit what a great story yeah now it's over um so let me ask you this did you ever read one through six or i did tried you... to go i tried to go back and yeah. be like oh wow this, this is so much better than deathly hell's part one already i didn't want to go back 
And so I was, I tried, I started with Sorcerer's Stone. I was like, eh, this is too, this is too juvenile. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie more. Yeah, yeah. So I start, I tried that. Second, third, the fourth book. Yeah. Starts getting dark. I was like, oh, okay, I like this. So then I read four. I went back and read four through seven. Okay. And I was like, oh, I had already read seven, but I read four, five, and six. And I was yeah. like, ooh, this is great. Probably not the recommended read order. No, but I enjoyed it still. I yeah. was like, ooh, there's stuff missing. And I will also say from what I read of one and two, the first three movies are the books almost like. Yeah, very faithful. See, they match up almost entirely. There's no differences. The, they, the fourth, the, I think the movies are better moving forward, but they mm. leave a lot of stuff out of the book that's important. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I did famously, uh, I did famously ruin, I think, uh, when they were doing like summary, or they were reading it for something. Yeah, Seven were... couldn't have been coming out when I was teaching because I remember spoiling uh -huh. the reveal of six. Okay. Big reveal. Spoilers. Snape kills Dumbledore. Oh boy. Here we go. Yeah. I was like, I was if just you just getting to that, I was like, if you, they, or maybe they were reading it for like English. I don't know. But I remember spoiling that. Yeah. For a group of students that, that were being particularly unruly and they were very invested in it. Like, if you, if you don't cooperate, I'm going to spoil the ending of the book. And, and like, you did. And they, I don't think they pushed you. They pushed me. And I was like, Snape kills Dumbledore, yeah. and and just calamity ensued. And I didn't care at that point. Oh yeah, because like the day the lesson was ruined, day was over. Snape kills Dumbledore, like books thrown in the air, like calamity. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Didn't care. Yeah, it's like yep, yeah, I warned you. F them. Never. They never pushed me again. Well, that's good. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, sketch. What's your history with action movies? Are you an action movie guy? Wait, you never even got to Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I like Dan. I like Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I was just he saying. prefers Dan or Daniel. Don't call him Danny. Oh, I have I. I don't know. I'm just saying. He, I don't what, think yeah, I did. he doesn't particularly like Danny because to me it's a Daniel. It's always a Daniel. He 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 introduces himself as Dan. Interesting. I listen to a podcast. Dan. Dan Radcliffe. Yeah. Dan Rad. Dan Rad. Hey Rad. Um, I like Daniel Radcliffe. I really like him. I like him in uh, in everything I've seen him in. And I'm he seems like a genuinely down to earth like person that I would like to hang out with. I hope he is because I, he I comes really think he is. Yeah, and it's, and he very easily could have been one of those child actors that did lots of drugs. Oh yeah, spent like all of their money. All the others, yes, and is just a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah, I don't think anyone in the cast is like a horrible human being. Some people pissed away their money on stupid things. Yeah, and like destroyed their careers, but I don't think anybody's like a horrible drug addled nothing's come out at least yeah yeah that i'm aware of i don't really follow the cast yeah oh this uh, is gonna come bite us malfoy was on like flash for a little while oh yeah he was there but he seen he like he seemed tom tom something yeah tom something it's tom something i think it begins with an f Fenton. felton tom felton whoa i don't even is know that actress. it well maybe i think so tom felton right into the that show was tom the felton. did good we get speed? your name right was that good speed or was that um or Godspeed, or was that um, Zoom? Zoom? Mm, I think it was Zoom. I think it was Zoom. Yeah. The Jay Garrick twist. Yeah. Right? Spoilers so, for Flash. Oh, boy. We didn't, we didn't know anything that Whoops. we were going to spoil this episode. All right. So we're both in the I same. I really like Daniel this, Radcliffe. Same I feel Daniel like Radcliffe. I will watch anything he's in. Yeah. It, this movie did make me go, 
I need to watch more with Daniel Radcliffe. And or, I love that he, he chooses. I love that he chooses like these vehicles and like takes risks and doesn't just do. I agree. Crazy I, things. And I wrote that down as a rave, that, but it's not really a rave of this movie. It's just a rave. A of, Daniel Radcliffe of, of rave. Dan, uh, that he really does seem like he's in the kind of the place. Yeah. Professionally, career wise, right. where like, you know, Harry, Harry Potter made a good deal of money. Right. He launched him to stardom, and yeah. then like. And he's, you and he's young. His, he's got. He's thirty. He's got tons of. It's crazy. He's tons like 30, of career ahead 30 of him. Thirty or thirty-two. And so he can really like be like, this interests me. This this looks entertaining. Yeah. I I don't need to worry about the box office on this. I don't need to worry about the the over under. And I, you can this just tell seems that fun. he put in the work to like really develop. Yeah. His acting chops. The, like he's a good actor. He has yeah. an excellent American accent. I was yeah. very surprised when he opened his. Mouth. I, I was too. I was I was ready to. I, I to say there was no reason there was nothing for that oh, no. he had to be no. have an American accent, no. but I think it really sold like the schlubby mundane aspect of his loser dumb in this movie that he oh, had yeah. like a typical American accent. Oh yeah, and that he was an internet troll and everything. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, the last thing I want to say is uh, about this is um, in terms of like Potter, uh, it's just that Potter, <laughs> Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, let's move on. We can move on. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Let's wow. move on. What yeah. a roller coaster ride. Yep. All right. I'm a little rusty sketch. So uh, I like Radcliffe. You I feel were... like I'll just watch anything he's in. Oh, I was saying he like he really developed his acting chops. And like you look at the things he's taken since Harry Potter. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor. And the star of Harry Potter could have just like continued to milk that and done. Oh, yeah. And like never taken an acting class and just continued to make garbage off of yeah, being you, Harry Potter and, you and being like uh, an you, idol or a heartthrob. You would have kind of just expected that. You would have yeah. been like, yeah, that's, as that's many what they do. Child actors from the 80s yeah. and 90s who like were in franchises similar to this yeah. did. Yeah. But not him. Nope. Not Dan Rad. Um, oh, I was about, oh, I was just about to say something. Oh, uh, speaking of Daniel Radcliffe, after I watched this movie, then you know Amazon Prime. It's always right. like, hey, be like this, you know. And it 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 showed me another movie is in the jungle. I'm totally unaware. Yeah, is uh, it good? Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch oh. it. But but do like, you want to do that next? Well, here's the thing. It looks long time listeners. It looks, next up, the jungle. It looks hella hella suspenseful. Oh, like he plays this guy like a like a tourist who who I don't know goes somewhere with jungles, and, but any <laughs> any he, he you know he. Follows this. All I all I did was watch the trailer, guys. So I'm not going to spoil anything that's not in the trailer. Um, he like follows this guide. He wants to have like this authentic jungle experience, and he and I guess the guy like is kind of crazy and just like leaves him in the jungle. And he's just like this, you know, kind of like Guns and Kimbo. He's just like this average normal guy, and now all of a sudden he's been thrust into having to survive. And like he's like the bushwhacking. Yeah. And he's in the Amazon. But it and looks he's, like, like wading through swamps. It looks and riding like riverboats. Well, it's it's the kind of survival movie where it's like, it's literally someone just surviving the worst shit that could happen to them over. It, it, it he's not thriving. It sounds like um city of Zion, city of Zion. I don't know uh, that, that with uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay, maybe it sounds. I think that's what's called that. city of Zion, city of Zion. So I watched that trailer Lost, and I was Lost, like, oh, it's called Lost City of Z. That's what it's called. Oh. With Robert Pattinson. Still haven't seen I got it. there. It was very good. And Rob, um, Robert Pattinson was very convincing in it. But I watched that trailer and I'm like, fuck, he's all over the place. Like, yeah. he, like he'll do whatever. There's no rhyme or reason. Looks the, fun the to him and yeah. entertaining or, or challenging. Good or, script. He likes yeah. it. He's in. So I, I 
I don't know if I'll catch that one just because it looks so suspenseful, and that's yeah. not what I see movies for. Like, yeah. So you're not anxiety. A, so you're not like a an, a shoot 'em up action movie kind of guy. No, no, I like shoot 'em up action when you know. I I didn't I didn't grow up. We've talked about this. Yes. I didn't grow up with action movies. I grew up with comedies. Gotcha. And so I didn't I didn't watch a lot of action movies. And the action movies that I have mm. watched just from the eighties and nineties, I've I've watched recently, like relatively recently in my yeah in my life. Um, I like them. Especially when they are, you know, that action yeah. movies. Yeah, when yeah. when it's just like fast paced action and it's just like no plot. Holy shit, that was crazy. Oh yeah. my god, this is awesome. This, you're like boom, boom, boom. The jungle looks more like, oh, gotcha. I'm gonna feel very uncomfortable a lot, yeah. and I'm gonna feel bad for him, gotcha. and I'm gonna He's gonna lose fingers. Kind of, yeah, yeah, like that kind of. I don't want, get gun, machetes bolted to his hands. I don't. Here's here's this. I don't want to see someone feet. suffer. Yeah, in an action movie, the suffering is light, and the suffers and quite the a bit in this movie. The retaliation yeah. is is stronger. Uh, so I that's gotcha. how I am with action movies. Now, if, if I remember correctly, I think you are much I more versed. I grew in up with movies. like these stupid action movies, yeah, um, because they were always running in syndication, like Predator, all the Predator movies that I've I've. I don't think I've ever watched a Predator movie in a movie theater mm -hmm. or on like streaming. Predator was not a Graham movie. That was not a Graham movie, but they were all movies that I saw on television. Predator 1 and 2 I, with Danny Glover, which is just a bonkers, terrifying movie, uh, saw on television. The things that they showed on tele like daytime television in yeah. the summer is shocking to look back on. Um, like Predator, Alien. I, I had never seen any of the Alien movies in a movie theater except uh, Alien versus Predator, which I don't particularly recommend. Um, I've never seen a single Predator, and I only just saw Alien, the first one, right. like last, well, right before pandemic, so like a year and a half. The first ago. Predator movie is just fucking bonkers. In a good way? But, uh, I mean, it's like. <sighs> It's just crazy. It just takes place in this like South American jungle mm -hmm. with these like American commandos. And I can't remember the setup of why they're there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like Arnold shot Predator and Commando back to back on the same location. Oh, yeah. And they just like swapped out the crews that he was working with. Yeah. Like he went, like, it almost looks like he went from set to set because nice. he looks exactly the same in both movies. I don't know if there's any truth to that. It's just my memory. But that's not going to stop. But these are all movies that I sold, that sold. These are all movies that I saw on television with commercials. Yeah. I fucking love them. And this is like the era of the A-Team with like outlandish explosions and like people get shot up and blown up. There's no blood. Mm. Like there's really, it's like very light consequence. Like, okay, they died, but dying just means they're not on camera anymore. Yeah. Um, or like the whole jungle explodes and, but the jungle is still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's like, a good thing. It's the good fire thing. does not consume everything. It's yeah. just like a little smoke. Mm-hmm. So I gr I grew up with that kind of movie, and then yeah. So I've seen a lot of like mindless action movies. This is not a mindless action movie, no. Um, but it it plays with all of those tropes mm -hmm. in in a new way, and we'll talk more about that, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's uh, that's my history with that, and that's that's all I got. I got some internet scores. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of I mean. What what is this? This episode is going to be like what high seventies, early eighties. I don't know where we're at, but we're think of everything we've done and how many times can we say like, yeah, this movie is just a movie. Like it's it just, just got made. Like 
Someone wrote it as a movie yeah. and then filmed it as a movie it's and it's not a movie. An IP that's been developed. It's not a book that got turned into a TV series that yeah. got remade as a movie. And there aren't like 15 of them. Yeah. It's just a movie. And it's nice to do that every once in a while. It really is. I really appreciated this. All right. All important internet scores. IMDB. It was at a 6.3. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critic score is a 51. Fan score is a 40. Mm. Metacritic. Critic score is a 42. Fan score is a 62. Okay. The fan score is calculated as a point, but it just it's one to ten. Yeah. So I just convert that to yeah. Uh Google, 84% of Google reviewers love this movie. Love you, Google. Did I forget to do Google scores for Space Jam? Yeah, we'll pop it in the midstream. We'll pop it in the midstream. Uh, and I felt like this was a movie that escaped from the 80s, sure so did. I gated it in 85. There you go. Very yeah. nice. I used your I used your metrics for my it. 80, my 80s uh, metric. Yeah. I gave it a 78. Okay. So we're ballpark. We're ballparking it. Yeah. That's okay. Um you know, you and you know my other metric with, you know, own watch more than once. Yeah. This is a movie where I was definitely happy to see. I'm glad I watched it. Streamed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I I'm glad I streamed it. Don't feel the need to own it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. And yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But I'm, I, I might. I, I'm pleased with the experience. Yep. And if someone were to like to say, or like if I came over and you were like, yo, I'm going to watch Guns of Kimbo. You want to watch it with me? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck sure. yeah, I'll yeah, watch okay. it with you. It's a, so, smoke some crack. 78. It looks a hot like, dog. It has a, uh, it's been in eight months. I do have some crack. Um, th that being cut. said, I mean, it definitely, it has some issues. I mean, it has it has, it has some problems that come along <laughs> with with it, it has it a kind lot of coming problems. out of nowhere. But uh, you know, we'll get there. But we let's not start at rants. Yeah. Oh wait, do we have to play the game? We have to play the game. Did you did you find? I the did. Game? Yeah. Sketch. How much do you think this movie cost to make? I feel like it's lower budget than than we're we're used to. Um, I'm nodding my head in approval. $45 million. Okay. Is that a lower budget? That, or is I that don't a think that's as budget? low as you think it is. This podcast has altered my thoughts on money. I mean, right, we're so 30, used, well, here's, 30 million. here's the thing. We're so used to doing like Marvel and DC yeah, releases yeah. over the last four years. Yeah. Those have like ridiculous. Yeah, budgets. ridiculous. Where it's just so hard. One hundred eighty million, three hundred million. All right, like, all right, twenty-eight million. That's not typical. Final answer: twenty-eight million. Twenty-eight million. It's a good guess. Fifteen cost fifteen wow, to make. That's cheap. You know, by Hollywood standards, yes. Yeah, but yeah. We're taught like not by like my wallet standards. I. It's not in this notebook, but I feel like uh, this is the metric that I always go against. It's like I think Beetlejuice cost eleven million dollars. Uh -huh. I, I believe ago. many years ago. So like. Adjusted, it's probably ballpark, yep. same amount of money. $15 million, okay. How much do you think this movie grossed? I don't think a lot, for multiple reasons. What's your guess? Um, I will guess $20 million. $20 million? Okay, that's a good guess. Because movies typically make about $5 million more if, if they don't perform well. That was a great guess. Yeah, I, I was just I, like, I was just going to guess I a little more than what it made. Well, like, I, I mean doing. what it took to make it. Like right. a little more though. Yep. I don't think it made less than it cost. Oh, I hope it didn't make less than I it cost. I would hope. What did it what did it make? 1 1 1 million? 1 million dollars. It grossed 1 million dollars. 
that's a that's a bit of a loss. It's a big loss. One million dollars. One million dollars. It's tough though because it didn't get One a theatrical million release. Million dollars. I imagine it would have gotten. It didn't get a theatrical release, and I don't believe it was a like. If you want to watch this, pay the price of a ticket on yeah. Amazon. It just went straight. It just to went Amazon. to. It, it was just on my Amazon. A lot of Prime. movies did that. Yeah. Uh, fearing that we were going to be in pandemic for ever. ever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but this movie came out in 2019, so hmm. it must have gotten a very small theatrical run. It's a New Zealand movie. It's it was New released in New Zealand. Yeah. I think the only reason we're watching it is because it went to streaming. Yeah. I don't think it would have had a, a very wide release in, in the U.S. So one million New Zealand bucks. I, I don't know if it's American dollar or New Zealand or Euro. I don't know what it is. It just said one million. One million something. My, my research. Interesting. That's not that's good. low. It's very, it's very good. I dare say there won't be a sequel. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say I don't <laughs> think there'll be a sequel. But, uh, oh, we should, like, look up if this was the lowest grossing property we've ever done it has to be it has to be if it made a million dollars yeah very low i feel i you know we're i'm saying i'm nodding my head and saying oh yeah it must be the thing that that we've done that's made the least amount of money but i feel like we did a movie that that made like eighty thousand. okay we'll check we'll we'll check in on that i feel like we did a property that only made but didn't make quite a million dollars we're not gonna figure it out now so we'll we'll, if it's in this book we will i'm just flipping through the pages i know i'm just this is riveting audio yeah i was trying to fill the space as you're flipping Flip, I could go on forever. There's a lot of pages here, long-time listeners. I've forgotten how to do this show. Okay. Um, rants and raves. Rants and raves. There we go. Do you want to start with raves? Yeah, rants. rants. Great. Too hard to come back from rants. Because rants are fun. And then it's hard to justify raves. <laughs> do you want to start? Or you want me to start? You start. Okay. I love the casting of the cast of this movie mm-hmm. this and they and i love that these ca- these actors all get to play characters that they probably wouldn't get to play otherwise mm-hmm. so like every actor in this movie is kind of cast against their type except for reese darby but he was fucking brilliant oh, we'll get there um so i just love that like this is a movie like daniel radcliffe gets to play like this Frankenstein-esque mm-hmm. monster character, like n- lovable loser, lots of stunts. Um, I love Nix, Samara Weaving's Nix. Um, she's kind of always cast as like ingenue kind of thing. And she's just, her character of Nix is just unhinged and psychotic, yet completely likable. Yeah. But you never root for her. No. Like the character of Nix is you can't help but like that character. It's a strong character. Yeah. Like she's, every she's energetic. She's a bad guy. She is a bad bad person that kills lots of people, but yeah. she's always fun on screen, but you never root for her. Um spoiler alert. It's a good thing she dies. Yeah. Oh, y- yes. Yes, it is good that her character dies uh in the way that she dies. Um uh, Ned Dennehy's Richter mm-hmm. is just like the definition of like <laughs> I another character. I can't remember what he says to him, but like makes like you can't you can't show your you need me. You can't kill me. You got like tattoos all over your yeah, fucking like face. The, the producer or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a the video the part- editor or whatever. No, no, no. That was the the cop says that to him. Like you can't. What are you gonna do oh, to me? You need me. Guy. I bring legitimacy. I'm the face of your organization. Yeah. Ow. God damn it, motherfucker. Um, a I think movie. relevant to this this episode, um, I had 
hand surgery recently. Uh, every time you hear me go, ah, motherfucker, uh, I've I've tapped my finger yeah. in such a way when I've had. Uh, but it's relevant to this. Uh, it's relevant to um, one of my rants. Uh, we will get to that later. But uh, I just, it's so batshit crazy and fun. And these actors, fun. these actors, it would be very easy for them to have phoned in a performance for this. Oh, yeah. And none of them do. Yeah. Everybody like is there engaged. It's heightened. And they're like, every actor is all in on uh, on this even like oh, even, everyone's committed everyone's committed even like the the dad like spoilers nix's father is yep. the detective that's tr like tracking daniel radcliffe like he is all in on that like 1980s cop dad yeah. my little girl my family that got, they died in front of my eyes like sympathetic pudgy cop that you think is going to be like the badass and like put boot to ass like with his like revolver that somehow he's not dying in this thing and then yeah. got that huge revolver I forgot about that and then like subvert your expectations just quickly shot that did shot that in the fucking did, head and it was brilliant that really did surprise me I right? was not expecting that I, at all like you're totally thinking that like he's gonna use like yeah. Miles yeah. To go and like save his daughter, and you're like, uh, I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, like then they're gonna save Nix, and they're all gonna fight, and just like, boom, shot in the head, dead. Yeah. <laughs> like when when uh, Nix and Miles meet, he's like, don't shoot me, like I like the guy who runs Schism killed your family. Oh, and like and, and he, he killed, killed and he killed your dad, and he's right there, and he's right there. Yeah, like. Yeah. That's how you subvert expectations. Oh, yeah. That like, was. In a, like, big time. Not by, like, destroying something you love. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. We're still um, talking. Yeah, Last always. Jedi. And uh, that's how you subvert expectations. Yeah, yeah that one really did. Uh, it, was, it was so good. It's so smart. It's so fun. Because I wrote down early in my notes as I was watching it, like, first or second scene with the cops, I was like, I'm calling it now. This cop is Nix's dad. Yeah. And then there's the reveal that it's their dad. And for a second, I was feeling good about myself. Like, right. yep, saw that coming. Yeah. And then boom. And I was like, did not did see, not that, see coming. that coming. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yep. And every time you think you figured something out in this movie or like figured out a character motivation or like, yeah, like, like Nix is going to be redeemed or, or like this is gonna Miles go. is going to get the girls. Like they just keep pulling the rug out from under you. It's like every trope yeah. that, you would find in an action movie is subverted. Well, and I and I I put that. That's one of my my official official raves is that it doesn't. And I I was focusing mainly on the ending here, but that it doesn't have like a classic where you're led to believe Hollywood ending. Like yes. Miles is going to get the girl, and you and know they, either and they tease it too. Oh, they definitely it tease so, it. Like that tease was so smart and so so just so brilliant. And so he, you know. She's traumatized, rightfully yep. so, and think, he's like bleeding he out on the on the. What does he say? Um, like they do this big '80s, like there's like an anthem. Oh yeah, that's not the, an actual song. They wrote it for she the song. Runs into his arms. There's like and, colored smoke in the background. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and it's such a twist from the movie. And it's like I forgot all of what he a sudden, says. He's like, this is strange. um, not like hypoxia or like, but it's basically like. This is this is a fever dream from I'm bleeding to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm going into shock from <laughs> uh, yeah. blood loss. This is no. That's you don't. That get, didn't happen. You don't. That didn't happen. You don't. You, you don't, don't watch get, your ex boyfriend like murder someone, <laughs> someone by throwing them off a building and then 
and then run, and not be and, traumatized yeah, by that or something like that, that. You get post traumatic stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so you know, and like Miles is <laughs> so Miles is this this normal average guy. Does he go back to his normal average life at the end of this? No, no. Um, he's forever changed. He's forever changed. He's forever altered by this. Um, and I like that. I appreciate yes. that a lot. And like you said, at the he beginning, becomes Nick's like a less does. psychotic he, oh, version yeah. of Nick's. Yeah, he he um he comes out of it like the two merged. Yep, and and they're he comes out somewhere in the middle. It's it, and I like what they did too because the the events of Nick's life broke her. Yeah, like her family dying in the way that they oh, yeah. did. No, she was that was it wasn't an act. She was certifiably insane. Yes. Uh, and went to prison, and like we we learned that Richter both killed her family yeah. and recruited her in the game. That's what they do. They find like broken, pathetic people, bring them into this game of schism, yeah, and like pit them against each other. Yeah. And like so, the events of Nix's life broke her, drove her completely insane, yeah. turned her into a monster. And like the events of this turned Miles, like it really like birthed Miles as a yeah. person. He's a whole per. It's crazy to say, but he is a whole person. At the end of the movie, I would say that this this in a way that he wasn't at the beginning. The events of this movie also broke Miles, but that's a good thing. Yes, because he wasn't a good guy or a good person. He I, was just floating through life. He was like floating many people. through life, and he and he was and he was definitely skewed more towards the the negative side yes. of things. Um, and so, and I would argue schism, that he was not a good person. Oh, that's why it's called schism. schism yeah, it broke him. Yep. Um, it, but it broke him, and then it he he reformed himself on the other side of it as a better person, a better person. Yep, better what 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 this world needs, um, this fictional world in which fictional world. schism exists. So maybe we I should guess say, we should maybe, like set up yeah, the premise of maybe the movie. Maybe you didn't see this movie because it only made one million dollars, yeah. and you know some of that probably isn't yours. Okay, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. You know, yes, him? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He is. Uh, he's just like. Like a nobody, he's he's a low level programmer for like a like a phone. He's a game. video game programmer, and yeah. he's like very good at coding. But he works for a shitty like yeah. mobile yeah, yeah, game yeah. that yeah. constantly breaks. So he's like he's a very good. It's established that he's a very good coder. Yeah, but he his day job is for a shitty game. Yeah, yeah. he's nut not job. Is it called nut his, job? Yeah, I think it's called nut job yeah. or nut job two because it's a squirrel. Yeah, and uh, in this world, in this in this fictitious world, there is this kind of illegal entertainment on online called Schism, and it's just like psychopaths well, trying to kill each it's other. It's a live action video game. What we learn is that they are people who are they are all recruited in some way, whether yeah. they're kidnapped or like busted out of jail, yeah, or like. They've but, but like, like they're miles, down their luck. Miles doesn't know that. It's right. It's just entertainment of just watching these like it's psychotic people. It's the people. WWE of this fictional world. Yeah. It's like it's perceived and it's deadly. It's deadly. Exactly. It's like a deadly version. And people place bets on WWE. it. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. it's got such a following, but it's it's wildly illegal. This right. isn't like sanctioned or anything. Right. And uh, Miles also happens to be like a bit of a troll online, and he just pisses off the wrong He's people. He's a drunk online troll. He just yeah. gets drunk and trolls people yeah. online. And uh, he he trolls the wrong people. They, and, in, uh, while he's watching Schism, they dox him. Yep. And they release it, like all of his information to the internet. And then uh, they they capture him, drug him, and uh, operate on him. And he wakes up with. They, he wakes up in the middle of it and you get to see through his eyes. Yeah. They are drilling through his hands. Yeah, they're drilling through his hands uh, because they're bolting on 
uh, handguns into his hands. He has he has these special handguns that go like are around his wrist on gauntlets. Yeah, to feed more ammo. To feed more ammo. Hold, each gun holds fifty, 50 bullets. bullets. The guns are called lefty and righty. Yep. Yeah, and they um, keep track of how many. They bullets keep track he has of how many bullets he has. And, and they're bolt. They're they are, bolted to his hand. His in, hands in his fingers. are bolt in his fingers and his hand. It, there's a bolt through the the handle. Yep. The pistol grip through his hand. Yeah. It's like a carriage bolt. Yeah. It looks very painful. Yeah. It is a carriage bolt, like bolted to the outside he through needs his hand. Antiseptic. I like. He's like. Oh, I need antiseptic. I need. To- <laughs> um. Do you have any antiseptic? There's yeah. no move. There's no moving his hands. No. The only thing he can do is pull, pull the, the trigger or not pull the trigger. Right. That's it. Um, and so he's fucked. I mean, he's fucked. And they basically announce, okay, your next competitor is Nyx. And she's like the cream of the she's crop like, right who now. The she's, fuck is Miles? She's, she's like the fan favorite. Right. She's, you know, kind of this Harley Quinn. The movie opens, I think girl. with her, like murdering a warehouse full of people. Yeah. It's how we, it's how we're introduced to schism is through, it, it was a car chase. Yeah. And then she like. Then later we see the warehouse. And Nick dri- and Nick's drives a Firebird, so I can't help but like her. Yeah, and uh, she murders a lot of people too. Yep, which is good. Also, because uh, yeah. they're all bad people. They're all they're all bad people. Um, but she's not good. She's right. also bad. And basically, it's just Miles trying to survive being killed by Nick's while also, um, getting out of this. Yeah, getting out of schism and, yep. and the things he has to do. Which you know, spoiler alert: he basically has to fight his way to the top. It's very right. video game esque. Right, that he just has to fight his way up until he can take out the boss. And, you know, at some point they kidnap his ex-girlfriend. So yes. he's got, he can't very, just run very away. Very tropey, very Scott Pilgrim. Very tropey, very like a video game playing out. Yeah. And and they play to that. Like, they're yep. they're not trying to be subtle about it. It's intentionally It's a live playing. action video game. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, that's the story. Right down to like going, you know, finding the, the hidden, the hidden, uh, the the hidden um respite where you can like unlock a chest and get some like uh some some wisdom or knowledge of the game uh where where Daniel meets Reese Darby, uh, Darby's character. Oh, I love that part. We're going to get there. Um and also they each character has their own power up. Yep. Where uh Miles <laughs> needs his inhaler. Inhaler and Nick's uh and snorts, snorts cocaine. cocaine. And then they then they can keep fighting. I had to rewatch that because I was like, "Is is he? What did he just snort cocaine with Nix?" And I was like, "I didn't realize it was a split screen." I'm yeah. like, "Oh, oh yeah. that's it's, so much better yeah. than it's his inhaler." Um, I loved Glenn yeah, Jammin. Loved his name is Glenn Jammin. Who's Glenn Jammin? Reese Darby's character. Okay, well, let's get to Reese Darby's character because that that's another another oh rave of mine. So on this adventure, oh, he wakes up in a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, footy bear pajamas, footy, 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 footy slippers. slippers, and he 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 quickly realizes he can't get dressed because he has handguns, handguns bolted to his yeah. hands. So he has to run through the streets in this ratty bathrobe and bear slippers <laughs> with handguns bolted to his hands. And uh, yeah, eventually, through adventure, he he finds a uh, like a clothing drop box, and he's trying to get dressed. And that's where we meet Glenn Jammin. Glenn Jammin. A delightful is, little homeless yeah, he guy. Is a, he is unhoused gentleman who, uh, yeah, has his little encampment near yeah. near this clothes drop off, and he's like, he's like a Yoda esque. Yeah, character. he's very yeah. nice. He's, he's unintentionally wise. Yes. Um, as the man says, when the shit goes down, 
and they don't finish it until the end. But uh, yeah, yeah. If you're in the know, you know. Uh, do you have any food? Yeah. Uh, I got this half a hot dog. <laughs> could you could you put it? Was that in my mouth for me? No, no. <laughs> Too much Daniel Radcliffe like struggle with three minutes Watch, eating a I hot mean, dog with two hands. We're just like organically going through here. Like the physical comedy of watching Radcliffe struggling to get dressed, use the bathroom, eat a hot dog, yeah. use his phone with like with guns. The, like, well, the good thing about it is gummed to his body. Like, the, it's almost like the producers of the movie knew there'd be like two guys. <sighs> somewhere talking about this movie being like how the fuck would he go, go to the, the bathroom? bathroom how the fuck would he get dressed and, and they, they went through the time of showing it, it and making with like it a, like a you know a uh, a fake dong of him going to the bath yeah it was fake yeah, I know. it was rubber it was, yeah uh like you know pissing all over the place pissing all over his like what? it's okay you didn't shoot <laughs> your dick off <laughs> You know, it's like it addresses all of like anything you would say it addresses it yep. all it addresses everything. Like, who did, and like, um, at one point, I think someone says to him, like, you want me to wipe your ass too? He's like, well, actually, yeah. if you're willing to, yeah. The, 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 the guy yeah. says that too. He yeah. says, oh, actually, oh, was that, that would be was great that if Glenn you're offering. Yeah. It would be great if you're offering. No. 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 Um, I don't have any more food. Hey, I'll do some crack. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I also love the point. Okay. For, for starters, great delivery and everything yeah. he did. But I also love, if this was one of those typical movies, right. you would have half expected to be like him to be like, oh, schism. Yeah. I used, I used to, to work, work on, on schism, schism and I like, have all this inner information right. and they forced and me out. Exactly. And blah, 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 blah. Nope. 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 It can, and he even says something like, oh, how come you don't think I'm, I'm good with the technical doodads? Right. Oh, how do you oh, know? I'm sorry. How do you yeah. know I'm not are, a down are, on my like yeah. luck master programmer yeah. that can help you? And, 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 are oh, you? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now. <laughs> just like the crack and like and it's refreshing it is like it's very refreshing it is and you, and yeah it's just it's just so smart at every turn to like continually subvert your expectations and then the his big reveal is like my favorite reveal yes. of the entire movie i mean it might be my favorite reveal of anything the, wow the movie Quick cuts to all of these people watching Schism through the whole movie because right, it's live broadcast. It's live broadcast, and we continually keep cutting to the same people, and they're like in a bar, and they're like, yeah, it's like your tip. It's exactly it's like all the different genres yep. of people that you would and, think would and watch. And Miles encounters some of them yeah. at different points. Yep. So like we know that they exist. They're like people that he interacts with. We kind of follow them through the whole movie. And Glenn Jammin is one of the people they keep cutting to. Yeah, watching on this for little ninety TV. minutes. Yeah. Um, watching on this little horrible TV that not even at the end, like in the middle of before, I think before he gets to Schism HQ, where yeah. we are now, um, or like immediately after they it's reveal before the big final fight. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing on it. <laughs> he is he is watching nothing. We're just watching reaction shots of a crazy person. Yes. Who's like done too much crap. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's so Ugh. fucking amazing. And so even after they revealed it, they continue still doing... to cut to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's just amazing. It's amazing. And he even gets a little nod at the end as Miles drives off. Yes. Miles... Like the man says. Yep. Uh, fade out to Cypress Hill. So it's like fun. I it's think that's what we're so, getting at. You know what? It's like, it's fun in a way that Space Jam wasn't. Space Jam Legacy wasn't. Yeah. 
just to reference that. Yeah. It was it it's such a fun movie. It is. And I mean, we've organically talked about almost all of my raves. I'll just yeah, conclude my raves with it it just treads upon familiar concepts in such fresh ways. It's it is like Die Hard and The Matrix mashed together. You get like Miles talking to Richter and Nick's on his phone. Mm-hmm. So it's like the everyman put in an impossible situation. Yeah, very much so. Um, but not, and succeeds not by being like a fucking badass, no. tough guy. He is not a badass. He, he just, he, he basically does one badass thing in the whole movie. What's the badass thing you're referring to? That he like intentionally like charges the, the fight, the, the boss fight on the rooftop. Oh, sure. Yeah. He saves one bullet, he and you're like, one, yep, yep, this is going to be it. for Richter. And I mean, fucking amazing. Like, Nick's had taught him how to shoot. Yes. You're like, here's the moment. We all know where this is going. Uh, and it's like the bit, he gets shot in the shoulder, shot in the neck, shot in the leg. Oh, yeah. It's one bullet left. I forgot what he says to him. It's like, it's time for you to fucking die or something yeah, like something, that. And, something and like, action moving Completely misses. Complete miss. Shoots the terrible miss. Yeah, and not a miss that like, haha, you think I miss, but I actually shot this chain and this and that. Nope, just 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 a miss. Just a big old miss. And has to like charge and throw him off the rooftop with like a struggle. Yeah. Oh, it's not just like pick him. It's yeah. They both could have gone like could have ended very badly. Yeah. And uh, that again, that was like I think I fully intended to watch him go over the edge. Yeah, I thought the story was going to end there, and it was going to kind of be like a. So that's my story. Right. That's how I died. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Um, but it's, you know, it's very familiar action movies that you've seen repeatedly. Yeah. But just, you know, refreshed in such a wonderful, smart, and rewarding way. Rewarding by subverting. Yeah, that's constantly. a good way to put it. You're rewarded if you've seen a lot of these. And you get the the beats and the pattern and the rhythm of these kind of movies. You're rewarded by not getting that. Yeah, and I on purpose. I guess bef- I should really go back and put a disclaimer at the top of this episode oh. sketch that we really we really encourage you to watch this movie before you listen to this episode. Yeah, well, it's we a little can, late. We can say then the yeah in the midstream or whatever wherever yeah. we because we kind of spoiled it now. Oh, we spoiled the whole thing, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's oh. that's pretty much all my. It's pretty much all my raves. We, we said we were going to spoil it, but yeah, we should We should really urge people to watch it. Yeah. It's not long. No. It's doable. It's very short. It's Dan, it's Dan Radcliffe. You can imagine that it's it's Harry Potter in between years. At Harry Harry Potter traded his, like, got, went home for Christmas break, traded, like, got drunk and traded in his wand for some guns. Yep. I, I really only have, like, two rants. Sure. Yeah, I... I I really don't either. I'm, it, it, go ahead. Go. You. You go ahead. Okay. How the? It's a question, but oh, it's a rant. Yeah. A how, ranty BQ. I have a ranty how BQ the too. Fuck. Does Miles function? Um. He. It, it's hard to suspend my disbelief, particularly having just had hand surgery. Yeah. And I. Not. Not to brag. I was awake for the hand surgery. Yeah. Um. I don't understand how he could physically pull the triggers. I don't understand how he could use if you just had bolts put through your hands and then nails hammered through oh, yeah, no, it's, your appendix. Like it's making me I cringe. 
if I brush my hand against the table, I'm like, I will start cursing because it hurts so goddamn much. Yeah. I don't understand how he functioned to escape his, his, his apartment. I, I don't understand how he physically pulled the triggers. And I know it's only a movie, but it was very hard for me to suspend my disbelief yeah. that he could, that he could function in the way that he did for as long as he did. The only thing I will say, not being in this situation at all, is perhaps just the adrenaline of a of a life or death situation. I that yeah, just pumps you through it. It's a great answer. Um, but it was it it was near impossible for me to suspend my disbelief. Yeah, well, I mean, the the timing is unfortunate for you. Yeah. I think you would have had an easier time suspending your disbelief if you weren't experiencing something similar. Yeah, and 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 physically. not just about and you know it's. The, the violence that it portrays is kind of cartoony at times, I think intentionally, but at one point, I believe he is ejected from a from car, a car through the windshield car. into another car and yeah, goes yeah. through that windshield. Yeah. And then crawls out the and door. Then yeah, I, yeah. No, he should not have survived. There's no way that he it could have is, survived. It is... Um, it's set up like the organization and the fights and everything. They're set up like a... A, a video game, but the violence level is like, is comic book violence. It's like the still frames of like the blood splatter and the gun. Yes. Like, it is gory yeah. in a way that I was not prepared for. Yeah, I was not prepared for it either. It, yeah. it got a lot gorier than I thought it was going to get, even with the guns bolted yeah. onto hands. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll, uh, I My biggest one was like the pacing. And I get that the pacing of it is. It's got to be intentional because this is such a frantic world, right? And it's such a, it, it it's such a high octane thing. But there is, there is no juxtaposition, right, to anything, right, normal and right. and and slower paced. Like even Miles's pre gun surgery <laughs> is still like he's still like they gun deposit, surgery. yeah, his gun surgery. <laughs> They're kind of depositing that he kind of lives this frantic life, even though he really. Doesn't he always has no. his face down on his phone and he's he's never noticing things around him and he's kind of doing that to himself. He's the character that Justin Long plays in Live Free or Die Hard. Okay. Did not see that. But yeah. it's a reference. Yeah. There you go. Um so yeah, at some point I just needed like I needed the juxtaposition. Yeah. I needed I, agree. Like, I needed like the normalcy just so I further understood how out of normal this is for him. And then tied with some of the 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 camera shots, which again I thought were like awesome, and I could see what they were doing with some of these really right. inventive uh, camera angles. But at the same time, tied with the pace of it, I was it was like getting nauseating. Right where I was, I just could not plant my feet on the ground and couldn't like take a breath and be like, okay, where is this going? What is happening? What's my you know, what's my underlying current that I can just establish so I know what's crazy and what's what's established in this movie? Um, so those two things tied together just made it really kind of hard to hold on to at times. But many times. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very, very interesting that you brought that up. Did you ever see the movie Hardcore Henry? No, but I remember after or mid watching this, I had a memory of like commercials for that yeah it was like a first per wasn't it like a first person they built movie a special rig yeah that it, it the whole movie is filmed in first person yeah the premise is that a guy wakes up in a moscow laboratory to learn that he's been brought back to life uh -huh. um and they're trying to recapture him and the whole movie like the character doesn't speak 
Uh-huh. The, but the whole movie is filmed through that character's perspective. Yeah, so it's like a first-person shooter. Yeah. Did you ever and see I, it? I did, yeah. Oh, God damn. Ah, finger. Um, I'm not intentionally doing that, guys. I apologize. Um, I did see it. It's it's very quick. I don't think it's very long, but it it really is like watching something like Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Uh, incredibly violent. I thought it was the same director. I was like, oh, this had to be done by the person who did Hardcore Henry or certainly influenced by it. Um, but it's not. Yeah. But uh, should give it a watch. I, I agree. I did not enjoy the way the movie was filmed. Yeah. It, and I felt like was, I, I constantly felt like I knew what they were going for. Right. But was constantly like, this isn't working. This isn't me. working. This camera angle is too tight. Yeah. This camera angle is like too. It's or too, this is too many jostled, too many spins. The can't like. You know, this is a steady cam shot, but we need to find another name for it because yeah. I'm yeah. getting motion sick. Yeah. Like I always saw the yeah. intention there, but oftentimes yeah. felt like, nope, didn't too much, too much, too yeah. little, too or much should have yeah. been different. Um, so yeah, I, one of that's, yeah, I, I don't like the way the movie was shot. I yeah. did not find it compelling. I, and I also found it difficult to follow narratively hmm. the way it was cut and shot. Um, there's a lot of like, um, uh, split screen stuff yeah. like one character's doing this another character's doing that um, another thing I noticed they did they didn't follow the th- the 180 rule what's the 180 rule um, so wherever the camera is in this like if there was a camera in this room fil- filming us yeah whenever they cut to you you have to be your profile has to be on the, the side that is the camera mm-hmm. so if the camera is like by the entrance to the GoCo studio yeah like whenever they cut to you for a close up, like it has to frame you from your right profile. Whenever it cuts to me, it has to frame you from my left profile. Oh, right. So that yeah, so it, you can you establish that the, it, your point of view is in the same spot. Right. This movie doesn't do that. This movie has no regard for the one eighty rule. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. It was disorienting. Uh, there's a lot of spinning shots. There's a lot of spinning shots. Um, and there's a lot of like the camera just feels like it's free floating in the room like a drone and maybe that was the intention because they do have a lot of drone shots a lot of drone shots um but it was just a lot yeah i i had i had to this is a 90 minute movie and i watched it over three days wow because it was just too much for me it's a lot it's a lot to take in yeah Yeah. Yeah. um i think that was your rant that i piggybacked on Mm, yeah it might have been um i the last thing i want to say is um maybe this is just me but it felt it felt like it oddly glorified like guns and gun violence um just in the way it was shot and the way it addressed it uh-huh like nix is a nix is a psychopath because of who she is not because of what she does yeah um and i think part of that might have been just like a disconnect because like the actors are from the uk and new zealand uh-huh. and the writers from new zealand where they don't really have the same kind of problems that we have in the states yeah um so as as a near 40 year old man uh i would have liked something narratively that like at the end of the movie like miles doesn't have any disregard for what he's done he's gonna go murder more people yeah yeah and he's totally okay with that it's like and we're left to believe that like miles is a good person at the end oh, of yeah. the movie. We're, we're like, and like and Miles we said, was, like Miles is better at the end of the movie. He's a better person. Miles was not a good person to begin with. No, he was not. And he's, I mean, morally, he is like not a good person at the end of the movie. Yeah. 
But it kind of sets him up like, well, now he's the good guy going to hunt down other bad guys. Yeah, he's, he's just as bad as all of them. He's the Punisher. Uh, sure. Like, yeah. we shouldn't like Miles. And no. I feel like it set this character up to be liked. Yeah, I, I think... And that might be a little too real-worldy, but it just... When the movie ended, I was like, ah, I don't know if... I, I don't know how I feel about this or what, like the, what the movie is telling me. I think I think one of the one of the uh the things that the movie did pretty well was as the movie progressed I had more and more realization of like oh Miles really isn't that good of a guy. Yeah. Miles really isn't a good guy. And like when Nova his his girlfriend is telling the cops like you got to save him he's like he's a, he's good, a guy. good guy he's just mixed up in this. And then no, the the movie not. does a pretty good job of like Okay, you've been told he's a good guy, and you've been kind of conditioned in media to think like you're following this guy, right? And he's, he's the hero. He's the hero, he's and the protagonist. he's he's like an everyman who's been thrust into this. Right. Like he's a good guy. No, this strips away everything from him, so that you realize, oh, he's not really a good yeah. guy. Um, but in this society, there are so, movie society. There are so the many fictional world of the movie. Yeah, there are so many worse guys. Right. That he's like, okay, he's doing horrible stuff, I'm but at bad, least he's I'm got not, his... I'm not Richter. Yeah, and he's got, like, regard for human life that he deems worthy of right. having value, as right. opposed to these psychopaths who have no regard for anyone's right. life. Um, so and he has like, his own network. At, it's not just, like, him hunting people down. He, like, he's created a whole network yeah, of people that are going to hunt down. Yeah, that's what the, the end of the movie really seems like. They're they're coming up they're with like a, a whole Like other a S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque organization that's going to hunt them all down. Which is why I like that, like, he didn't get a happy ending. Yeah. Because um, he, he didn't deserve a happy, a happy ending. I mean... He doesn't get the girl, but he, he doesn't has, get the like, girl. He doesn't... His meaning in life is that he's going to... Like, he's the Punisher, like you said. Yeah, he... His life is over. Right. But he gets a new life. You know, like... Yeah. It, and you can argue that the life he had wasn't worth having in the first place sure but uh, i would also argue that the life that he's embarking on should not be aspired to oh no he's still it a, should not be he's still to. a troll he's just a different kind of troll mm -hmm. and we shouldn't we shouldn't Don't encourage trolls, trolls. Yeah, we, um, shouldn't, we shouldn't aspire to be trolls yeah no and maybe i don't know i guess i didn't i left the movie kind of feeling bad for him like i didn't feel like he got like a hero shot at the end i felt like yeah okay he's 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 still in a rough, rough spot, but at least he's on a path. See, I interest. It's interesting because I walked away from the movie like he's he's the Nick Fury of this world. Mm -hmm. He's putting like an organization together and a team. They're going to go out and just like murder the shit out of like bad dudes. Yeah. But like, do you remember Serenity? Yes. Um, where like um, Chitwell Ejiofor is like fighting Malcolm Reynolds, or like they're having a conversation. And he's like, my, Mal Reynolds says, like, me and mine got to go lay down and die so you and yours can live in your beautiful world. And mm -hmm. he says, oh, oh, no. Like, I have no illusions that I, like, I'm going to get to live in the world that I create. Yeah. There's no place for me there. Yeah. Like, I am a, I am a terrible person. I yeah. do terrible things. And when my crusade is over, I will fall on my sword. Yeah. Like, I, I needed that at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. I, I needed, I needed that, like, inner monologue, something. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was just the movie once again subverting my expectations. Like maybe that was this director's vision of like there are there are no good people in the world. I don't know what he was trying to say with that, but it it after watching something for ninety minutes and like you and I both said at the end of it, like I don't know if I liked that movie. 
Yeah. And I think that was a big part of it for me. And the world, other than schism existing and being filled with these these horrible people, the only other people we really see in the world are viewers of schism. And right. they're also like they're garbage. bloodthirsty, yeah. like totally fine with all this violence and... And, uh, yeah, at one point, Radcliffe like turns to the, he's like, "You're all, you're all garbage." Oh yeah, he like, calls yeah. out, he calls out the viewers. They laugh be at like, him. You're, yep. you're what's letting this happen, right? Um, yeah. So I guess uh, I don't know if my sub, I, I guess as the viewer, I needed to be rewarded at the end, mm -hmm. or, or I guess at least shown that there's something redeeming about this, the world that they that I just spent ninety minutes in. I don't know. It just well, it was nice that that Nova, other than being traumatized by the event, Nova gets a happy ending. She gets a happy ending. She she finds her her inspiration for her to draw art her and, comic and book, she, yeah. she becomes a, a famous uh, comic artist creator. And creator. Yeah. Um, so she kind of gets one, and that's it. Yep. I mean, that's it. No one else in yeah. this movie either survives or gets a happy ending. Uh, Nick's straps uh yeah, explosives she explosive does, vest to herself yep. and check out fuck face kills everybody yep blows herself up yep um, and, and, and she has her little thing about you know like you know I, I i i survived this long because i never trusted anyone else to take him out right oh now i'm trusting you yep and then she goes and clears the way basically yep um boss battle boss battle so you know and then her dad died, obviously. His friend died from work. Yeah, that was... Oh, man. That was another they subvert. Yeah, subversion. They make you think they've got Nova... Nova in the Nova car. Nova in the car. And Miles just fucked up, so they kill yep. her. And but, it's his friend from work that helped him. Yep. I felt bad for that guy. They're bad guys. They're all yeah. bad guys. They're all bad guys. They're all bad guys. All right. I have a... I have a yeah, I guess, I guess, like... Yeah, I, I needed. I needed someone to be a good person. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. Decent, at least. Decent. De somebody. Yeah. Somebody in this world that I just spent 90 minutes there are, in. There are, with the exception of Nova, there are no decent people in this movie. Yeah, and I just... Uh, I you need a decent... Just needed like someone. I needed, like, some normalcy to... to the camera. To, yeah, like, to get the pacing. You needed some, like, moral norm I, I, normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I get it. Okay. I get it. Um, I, I'll I'll end my rants with a ranty BQ, which will okay. which will go into BQs. It it drove me crazy, absolutely crazy that that Miles, when uh he needs his inhaler, so he calls Nova to bring <laughs> to bring, and he's still hiding the fact that he has guns guns strapped to yeah. or bolted to his head like. He's still trying he to salvage call, he a relationship. Call her to get his inhaler. He's supposed to be meeting her. He was supposed to meet with her the, the, the next day. But I think when he saw that he missed it and everything, he had that realization of like, she has my spare inhaler. Yeah. Because oh, otherwise he was maybe, having yeah. an asthma attack. He was having, you're right. Yeah. Um, and so he he went to meet her to get the the inhaler, but like I and again, I guess it, it comes down to the fact that he's not really a decent person. Right. Like there should have been full disclosure. Yeah. Full disclosure, Nova. I have guns bolted to my hands and people are trying to kill me. And, and she says that later in like. Yeah. Why so, didn't you? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I should have. I should have just told you what was happening. And. Oh, it just bothered me. And I, I just kept like screaming internally. Like, why just why don't you just tell her? Why yeah. don't you just tell her? Well, also, you're going to get her killed. And it. Yeah. You're putting her in danger and you're playing. You're playing this up like, 
oh, I got to keep this from her so that when it's all over, we can still, we be, can together. still be together. When yeah. it's like, no, this that's not this kind of movie. And I already know that's not right. this kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Strong agree. Yeah. That's like, that's like um, ground zero, Miles is a piece of shit. Yeah. Because like yeah, at that's... that moment, she could have got a bullet through the head. Oh, yeah. He could, I mean, at, up until that point, he's like, Having misfires all over the place too. That's what oh, I thought was. Gonna, I thought he was going to shoot yeah, her. He could have shot her. Um, jumping into the car. He had a lot of misfires. He had a lot of misfires. A lot of his uh, were not intended. Yep, he had a lot of misfires. Yep. I chalk that up to having guns bolted to his bolted yeah. to his hands. Yeah, and like muscle muscle spasms. But at least he didn't shoot his dick off. <laughs> Put that in the win category. That is. That's a big win. All right. I have um, one other big question. Okay. I, I, I have no big questions. I really kept asking myself. Okay. I hope I can give you a, a big A. How did Miles keep lighting those trash can fires? <laughs> um, he was always alone. He was always alone with a flaming trash can. See, Nick's, Nick's because well, of the event where okay. her family died, Nick has a has like a fear, a phobia of fire, and right. she breaks down. So he knows that the only way to talk to Nick, who who just wants to kill him, is to have fire somewhere. Fires. Yes. So anytime he's he's trying to meet her, he makes sure that there are flaming trash flaming kids. trash kids around. So one of the tropes of just movies in the eighties, yeah, whenever you want to show that like you're in an like people are down on their luck here, there's a flaming trash can. Well, there is. It it it's literally in like every. We go to the seedy part of town. It's in Rocky. It's in like um, it's in Batman Begins. Cash. It's in ba Batman Begins. It's in. It's like in all of those eighties like mm -hmm. shoot 'em up action. There's this is how they show like this is a place that you shouldn't be. Flaming trash can. So and I love that. I, that this is the movie's way of like once again hearkening back to. I like that you gave it like the psychology. This is the only way that he can talk to her is by having fire so it like distracts her. Yeah. I didn't even go there. Oh, so really? totally plausible. I was like, this is how, this is how, just what this director has equated with. Yeah. Two characters who aren't allies that need to broach an alliance. Like Spawn, there are like, every time like Spawn goes back to his like seedy homeless community in the Spawn movie, there's a trash can on fire. This is like just what this director has grown up seeing in action movies. Okay. That's where I went. That's my answer. I like the answer that you've supplied much better. It at least makes sense in the world. Long-time listeners, if you saw Guns Kimbo and you have a... Um, a big question. Well, a big question or... or Please write into or the show. Or your thoughts on the trash cans. Were they yeah. intentionally placed by Miles or were they... Were they uh, tropes placed by the director? Yeah, background dressing to, to show you the world. Uh, write in. I'm legit... Go with shadesandsketch at gmail.com. I'm legit... Curious what uh, Me too. what take yeah. is 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 uh I need popular. to know. Inquiring yeah. minds like ours need to know. They do. Um my last question, sketch that I will offer, uh, my big question is is this entire movie a Jacob's ladder scenario yep. when Miles is kidnapped? Uh he does not survive. Oh, I'm sorry, when Miles jumps. I'm sorry, what, everything that happens after he goes through the car window, a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Could be. Dream. Could also be that he... He didn't survive he the didn't guns survive being... the surgery. The surgery. That was my initial thought. Um, but I feel like... Yeah, it could... There's... I, I feel I like it's too much for him to have, like, conjured Richter. 
I don't feel like there was enough for him to have like conjured Richter. Mm -hmm. But everything that happens after going through the car window, there was like enough encounters for him to like build out the rest of it. Yeah. It's is this but is the movie is it a Jacob's Ladder scenario event? And is Miles already dead? And this is the last moments of his gasping. Like on the rooftop? Well, yeah. I mean the rooftop pauses, but like that would have also been part of his fever dream. Yeah. He's already dying. Yeah. Thoughts. Could be. It could be. You're not willing to give a yes or no. No, I don't think I I would go. I would go no based on nothing but gut. Okay. Nothing but gut on this one. Okay. I have no evidence to firmly say no, it's not. It's just my gut saying, no, I think this world is just this shitty. His world. His yeah. world is yeah, yeah, yeah. just this shitty. Um, that it all it all actually happened. And it, I, cause I mean like Nyx walks around for a while with her, with her like hand half blown off. Um, she got a knife thrown through. Oh, right, 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 right. Her right. hand. Yeah, yeah. She goes to catch it and it cuts off her. That was another good, that was yeah. another good, uh, subvert expectations yeah. that she would kill it. Cause you thought and then Miles uses Nyx's finger. No, she goes and picks up her own finger and flips someone off with it. And he takes it and to be like, what are you doing? It. Put this on ice. We can reattach yeah. it. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he puts it in Richter's mouth. Yeah, to help force him off Nick's, the off the Nick says Nick's helps Nick's helped kill him. Yeah, killed him. Yeah. Um I have one last big question. Oh man, you you went from having no big questions to having multiple big questions. Okay, never mind. No, no, no. I like Let's this. It was just an observation. Um it came and went. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. It's I gone. ruined it. You ruined it. Oh well. I guess. Oh, and I think all said and done, even though we're both like, I don't know if I like this movie. We had fun. We had fun, and it's it's definitely worth a, a single watch. If yes. you if you have Amazon Prime, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah, it's there. If it's you free. have Amazon Prime, watch it. It's like just be ready for just ridiculous fun. It's it's just a ludicrous movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as you're ready for that, I think you could have fun. That's, yeah, I that's, agree. That's that's the final strong point. agree final verdict. Oh, oh, I remember it. I remember what I was thinking. Okay. Um. I didn't write it down. I thought I thought it when I was watching it, uh -huh. but I didn't write it down because. And, but I want to ask you. I didn't want to do it because a podcast that we both listen to has asked this question in the past. But I couldn't help but think it as I was watching it. Okay. There is in my brain. There's a version of this movie that was pitched in the '80s uh -huh. that would have starred Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah. Um. What are like? Do you do you think this movie would have been better with Nick Cage playing the Miles character? Like in the, in that crazy 1980s version of the movie, do you think you would have enjoyed like Nick full like full full on Nick? Oh Cage? yeah, I, I get what you you're know what asking. I'm going here, right? And I and I, I like that... I organically thought about this when I was watching it, and I was like, no, I can't ask this question it because feels, it feels like a Nick Cage crazy, right? Crazy Doesn't Nick it Cage feel movie? like it should be a Nick Cage movie? But truly, part of the charm of this movie to me is, is that it's Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe, right? And that like just by being him, I know it's kind of a cop out because. I'm saying all just by being him, yes. it, it brings something to it. Right. And then after that, he also brings stuff like he passively brings something to it and then actively, actively brings, brings something, something, to, something yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 Um, so the fact that it's him gives me an extra level of enjoyment. Right. I could easily see Nicolas Cage like at peak doing this movie and just going batshit crazy and like it's just right? being so fun to watch. Yeah. But it would be it would be, <laughs> it would be missing very different. that level that 
that Daniel Radcliffe breathed. That yeah. one layer that 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 Daniel. Radcliffe I agree. Breathed. I agree. Yeah. But I couldn't. I couldn't help but like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this like oh, it fits. This movie had to have been pitched in the eighties. Yeah. As a Nicolas Cage vehicle. Yeah. Hands down. No pun intended. No pun intended. Guns akimbo. Yeah. I had to look up what akimbo meant. Oh, what does know. it mean? Akimbo is the uh, is the name for the stance that you take when you have your hands to your side, like on your hips. Well, that makes Standing absolute no sense then, because his pose is hands up all the time, and that's even what's on the the poster. Yeah, I think he doesn't just... put his hands on his hips. I wish one thing that I thought was to maybe it's maybe it's just down to your side, but you're right, they're always up. They're always it's, up. It's a it's a it's a gesture, not a gesture. I think that stance. was to control. As I've been told, that's to control swelling. You keep like you oh. have to keep your hands elevated you above go. your heart. He was also trying to get the cops not to shoot at him too. Well, I mean, he that, had that guns strapped to him. That's not going to help. Um, I wish that the internet didn't give him the name Guns Akimbo. I wish that the reveal wasn't until the comic book. I agree. Yeah, that Nova gave him. The I name. agree. Because yeah. then. That made then sense. Then he has something from her. I don't understand where the internet came up with that. I don't either. From, it made no sense. Yeah. That would be a rave. I mean, that would be a rant, rant that he was called, the internet called him Guns Akimbo. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't definitely come up with something else. I wish I had looked it up. I wish I was the type of person that was like, what is, what is that? I was yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Good on you, Sketch. Yeah, thanks. Um, I guess that brings us to Shades and Sketch Recommendations. <laughs> What do you got? Um, okay, so totally out of left field here. Uh, I am going to uh, recommend uh, a comic. Mm -hmm. I have uh, I have gone back to go oh, DC. Gone back. I've, I'm trying it. They brought Nightwing back. Yeah. So I gave it a chance. Mm -hmm. I said I would. I was like, I'm, if they're not going to bring him back, like maybe I'll give it a try when this Rick Grayson phase is over. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, they did, and so I did, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying. It. I think the Nightwing writing specifically or the DC Nightwing specifically. Okay. I've tried some other stuff, and I'm like, nope, mm -hmm. you're just doing New Fifty Two again for a third time, okay. uh, and I'm out. So uh, Nightwing specifically, I am enjoying. Um, the writing's really smart. They're hearkening back to a lot of stuff that I think made you and I love the book yep. and the character um, when he in the original run of Nightwing. And uh, I texted you some some frames of mm -hmm. like the writing and the the tropiness uh, right down to um, there's this fun exchange between Tim. Uh, so Tim Drake, Robin, Nightwing and Barbara Gordon, who's back to being Oracle. Uh, it's like, um, uh, Tim Drake's like, um, so Babs spent the night last night. And it's like, I slept on the couch. And Babs like, I'm on this line, guys. Um, and it's like the whole thing's playing out as they're doing like crazy, like gymnastics. And the, the thing that's fantastic is Barbara Gordon is wearing a t-shirt that is the Batman meme of like Batman slapping Robin. Oh, really? I didn't pick up on that. It's just it's just so fucking smart. Yeah. Like if you're not really paying attention to what's going on, um, just the the writing is particularly good. And there seems to be like a real love and appreciation for all of the characters in a way that hasn't been present. I don't think the writer's fault, but just in what DC has decided that they were doing over the last couple of years. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I've gone back. I've enjoyed the first, 
five issues of of the return of, of Nightwing, Dick Grayson, as we've known him in the past. Uh, and I'm happy that the Rick Grayson phase is over. We'll see how long this lasts. Yeah. So I am I am tentatively reading a DC comic. There you go. That you tentatively recommend. I I'm in I'm only five issues into the, the story that they're telling right now. We'll see how it continues to play out. Um, but fingers crossed. I hope I hope we continue to have. I think the only reason it's working so well is because you have this dynamic of Nightwing, Robin, Oracle. Yeah. I think if this was like the way they've typically done Nightwing stories in the past of Nightwing on his own, mm -hmm. getting in over his head and like struggling to make it out alive as they, they tend to go. And then like something happens to him and he, and he like becomes a spy or like becomes a different person. It's like, if, you, if you're going to go down that road again, like I will just never go back. Right. I'm done. I'm yep. so I'm reading one DC comic. There you go. I'm enjoying it, and I mean, fingers crossed. Let's see how long it lasts. Yeah. So Nightwing. Nightwing. Um, I believe that is issue eighty in the current run. Okay. It starts at it's either eighty or eighty-one. Uh, the arc is called Heartless, I believe. Ooh. All right. Well, glad to hear Nightwing is bouncing back. Yeah. Well, We're big big fans of Dick on this podcast. Grayson. You know it. All right. I am going to recommend a computer game. I'm going to recommend oh, okay. a, a video game because uh, over the summer, Steam had its big summer sale. Oh, yeah. And uh, just like Amazon recommended Guns Akimbo to me, uh, Steam was like, hey, you like uh, games like Subnautica and Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Survivor games. Uh, this is a highly rated Survivor game. So I, I checked it out. It's called Valheim. And right now I Ooh. am addicted. Um, so the premise of, of Valheim is you are a, a Viking who has died and uh, have gone to oh. the next life. And uh, you, you've kind of uh, resurrected on, on this plane of existence uh, that you have to earn your way into Valhalla. Interesting. And you have nothing. Uh, there are fantasy creatures and fantasy beasts and everything there, but... Uh, it's very grounded in real world, you know, like there's forests and streams and, and um, it's at the core of it. It's a surviving game. It's a survival game. So you have to find the materials you need to, to survive, to build fortifications, it. to build better weapons, build better armor. However, to progress through the game, you also have to become pretty um, adept at combat because some things that you need to get stronger or to get better or to access new areas only come from enemies or bosses. Sure. So it has this kind of uh, Norse mythology feel to it. It has the the survival aspect that I love in games. I think I've, I think I finally landed on that survival games are my favorites to okay. play. I can really get lost in a survivor game. And um, that's kind of why I play video games, just get lost in another world for a little while. Yeah. So um, it has pretty fun combat. It's not wildly difficult. Uh, I mean, it is when you're under-equipped and under-geared, but you make it better on yourself and you yourself get better as a player. Um, and though the it's 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 a procedurally generated map with certain biomes. Uh, what, what? Okay, what is? I'm sorry. What is procedurally generated map? It mean? means that like 
if you bought the game and logged in, you would have your own custom environment that I don't have. Oh, okay. So like it's, it's based on the interactions that of the game. It that and like when you first launch it, like it's going to build a game out of all of these digital assets that it has. It's going to build oh, a world for no you. No two people play the same game. Exactly. The same map. No two people will have the gotcha. same map. Now gotcha. you'll have the same materials and you'll have the same biomes and you'll have the same enemies, but they're they're all going to be configured in different gotcha. ways. That's interesting. Um, and it's enormous like um you like those enormous like yeah i do explore worlds yeah there's a lot of exploration was in it this. you that recommended no man's sky yep again okay yep. yeah so this so it's kind of yeah, it's very it's, no man's it's, sky it's in that yeah it, it, just in a in a viking sense gotcha. and it's more combat based um and like when you're in the forest for example and you're just surrounded by trees and it's just trees as far as you can see like do you miss the forest well, I miss the forest, but I but I also like you feel really immersed in it. You really feel like these things are Is around it first you. Person, um, I might be able to. I always play in third, third person, yeah. but um, the 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 distant the, now the graphics are really low by design. Gotcha. They're almost like yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. One graphics. Interesting. Um, but that lets them really populate. Yeah, the place with 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 assets and, right. and materials. So that you really feel like when you're in the forest, you don't think like, oh, this is a zone. I'm in right. the forest and now I'm not in the forest. Right. Like you're in the you're forest. fucking lost in the forest. Wow. And uh, so if you like survival games um, and a little bit of crafting with building, um, Valheim, I think, is is a strong contender right now. There's also uh, ship travel because there's a lot of ocean in the game. And I was getting Vikings. some Wind Waker vibes from it, too, because yeah. you have to build your own ships to get get some places so uh highly recommend valheim cool if that's your jam it's my jam good rec um sketch are you in the know on the uh steam handheld system that they're coming out i'm with? not in the know i saw it announced yeah that they're launching their own handheld um it's you kind of go, exciting you're going you're gonna go in on it i'll see I, I don't do a lot of handheld gaming anymore that's you have a my switch big, right i do have a switch um, my wife uses it as the handheld. I use it as the console console device. I'm, I'm not, I'm just not big into, I don't go a lot of places, so I don't really <laughs> need a portable, a portable thing. And the places I go, I can't, can't game. I can't yeah. game. So, um, I would be intrigued though, because it would really, I don't know. I've been, I've been playing a lot of different independent games lately on, yeah. on steam. And there's so many good things out there that I, I like the idea. I applaud the idea of having a, a handheld. That's that, awesome. That yeah. lets that let independent studios put out stuff onto that. So I will for right now, I think I'm in the camp of I'm gonna watch yep. the news and see how it unfolds. And I'm not against it, but I'm not like I'm gonna be one of the first ones to get yeah, it. I'm yeah. gonna see how it unfolds. Cool. Well. Good wreck. Thank you. Good wreck for you. Sketch, you gonna take anything from Guns Akimbo? I am. What are you gonna take? I'm gonna take this. Middle finger. <laughs> okay. And just in case I ever need the extra oomph in flipping somebody sure. off. Sure. Now it's like in caps because I got two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, okay. Good choice. Well, three. If I give two middle fingers yeah, with my own you, hands. You could be then, stick it to your head and be a unicorn. I could be that. Yep. As well. Yeah. You could shove it up. You could do lots behind. of different things you with could. it. Uh, so it's very handy. Yeah. Are you going to take anything? I'm going to take this Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Yep. There it is. Oh, I, I'm a sucker for a muscle car. Is that what Miles was driving at the it very is. end? It is. That's yeah. what he's driving at the very, very end. There you go. Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Thank the, you very much. The, uh, Stick shift. The uh, 
the garage expands ever. Ever? More. Yeah. Love it. We're very lucky that we have the uh, infinite space. Yeah, the, the time lord technology. Uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a. I'm happy that we touched doc on Doctor Who for a hot minute there. Yeah, it was a good acquisition. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we needed we needed the we, tech. We needed the tech. We would have run out of space real soon. I don't know if we needed the episode. This we ever tech. this ever growing mantle that we have. Hey, it's brought us hours of, and hopefully other longtime listeners hours of enjoyment, years of enjoyment. Speaking of longtime listeners, thanks guys for joining us again. Yeah, I do hope you watched Guns Akimbo before we talked. about I Guns really Akimbo. do. We normally do something that we're pretty confident. You've let's seen. do the let's do the the tag now. Okay. And I'll splice it in at the beginning of the episode. Okay. I probably won't splice probably it won't in do at the it, beginning but, of the episode. But here let's, we go. let's give our best read. Okay. Hey, long-time listeners. Um, before you listen to this episode, you may want to give Guns Akimbo a watch. You could try it. Uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime. It's free if you're a Prime member. Uh, it, it's kind of th this this movie that snuck in under the radar, and we really spoiled the bejeebers out of it. Yeah, uh, somewhat unintentionally. And it's it's short. It's easy to manage. It's uh, self-contained universe. Self-contained universe. So, yeah, definitely recommend picking it up if you're the kind of person who cares about spoilers. Uh, yeah, and we recommend watching it if you're into a good time. Yeah, it's fun. And then then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> and I guess that means we'll... Wait, now are we at the end? Now we're at the end. So we're... Oh, gosh. It's wibbly-wobbly. It's very wibbly-wobbly. So, guys, I guess that means... We'll see you next I, I time. Try, get, I want to I oh. try something. Oh, okay. Bangerang! How'd that feel, everybody? I felt good. Okay. So yeah, if you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at our website, shows.acast.com slash geekingout. You can email the show at gowithshadesandsketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative, LLC. All rights reserved, 2021. Yeah.